Welcome back to Partnerships Unraveled, the podcast where we unravel the mysteries of partnerships and channel on a weekly basis. My name is Rick van der Bos and I'm the CEO and founder at Chenext, and I'm here together with Alex Whitford, VP Partners at Chenext. Alex, how are you doing today? Yeah, really good. We're going to talk about my favorite topic, I think, uh, in technology at the moment, AI today. So excited to get into it because I think we have uh, some good opinions here. Likewise, artificial intelligence and now like completely looking at it from a channel angle. And that's what I'm very excited about. We've been talking about it for ages internally here already. How can we optimize processes, etc. But obviously, we're also having a lot of chats around how this is going to impact the channel in a good way. I'm also excited to uh, to start with that today. Yeah, I think look, I think um, I think most people don't understand how big a shift AI is going to be. I often hear it; people compare it to, oh, it's the difference between pre-internet and post-internet. But if you really listen and read the experts, what they're talking about, they're saying it's going to be a much bigger shift than even that, right? And and right now, it's hard to even imagine a world without internet and how much more efficient and effective we are. I think one of the greatest examples I've heard about how big that change was is look at the valuations of businesses now how quickly you can become a billion dollar business a 10 billion 20 billion 30 billion dollar business really fast and that's because the internet has sped everything up ai is going to be a even faster mechanism to deliver those changes so it's not going to just affect the channel it's going to affect every facet but obviously for this podcast we're going to specialize there yeah it's crazy how that's been accelerating especially in the last 12 months Uh, do you think sometimes it's scary how fast that's going yeah, I mean, I, I heard something uh, I heard something the other day, which I was like, um, oh, yeah, this is scary. One, if you're really interested in AI, go and read a book called Scary Smart by uh, Mo Gulda. It's an excellent book. He's a, he's a really good writer. He's a chief guy at Google, and it's uh, obviously they've been working hard on AI. But the thing that genuinely concerned me is, I can't remember the CEO's name, who uh, runs OpenAI, which is ChatGPT. He carries a blue bag around everywhere. If you ever watch an interview with him, and it's the self-destruct button for all of his data centers. So when I say you should be worried about it, the preliminary expert in the world is worried about it, right? And I think you're worried in a few different ways. There's there's the Spectrum Terminator full Armageddon thing, which, hey, who knows? But there is also, it's going to cause seismic changes to the economy, the way, the way everything works, right? Um, and I think that is uh, a really interesting position to get into because i think there are huge benefits to the internet and there are huge downsides right and i think anything that powerful is both an amazing thing to be hopeful about an amazing thing to be terrified about and and where we land is sort of up to us in terms of how we deploy it and own it yeah we really need to be on top of that i haven't heard haven't heard that backpack story before but now i'm like okay Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) okay well it's not all yeah it's certainly not all roses but yeah um i think uh yeah scary smart talks about this uh a lot and it's a it's a really good book i'd thoroughly recommend it yeah i agree that mogo that is a really great writer so i'm I'm going to read it as well Uh, excellent well i think for today before we're going to dive into the specifics and the opportunities of ai for the channel maybe Let's first dive a little bit into why is it so relevant right now after everything of the last 12, 24 months that we need to look at AI actually? And and what would be the first thing that, that would come top of mind for you? Yeah, so I really like the comparison between the internet and AI because it's a seismic change to how you do everything, right? right? If you're talking pre-internet, you're talking pre-email, right? So that that's the difference in just speed of communication, let's say. 
if I'm Audi versus BMW, direct competitors, we do broadly exactly the same thing. And one of them has the internet and one of them doesn't. The one that has the internet will kill the other one incredibly quickly. And so why it's so relevant to be looking at AI right now is you want to be on the right side of that competition. And if your direct competitor, the one that's trying to eat your lunch, is implementing AI to improve efficiency, speed, go-to-market, and accuracy, and you're not, you could find out in a few years you've just lost completely. And so that's why it's so important and so relevant right now because we've hit the tipping point where generative and predictive AI are suddenly really useful and impactful in the real world. But if you're not doing it, your direct competitor is, and suddenly you could find yourself on the wrong side of history. Yeah, and I think if we look at everything that happened in the world in the last 12 months, that's where you also see why it's so important right now to look at technology like that. Because we've seen more budget cuts in enterprises than we've seen in a very long time. So we need to do more with fewer resources. The partner base keeps growing. Like no matter who we're talking to, everyone keeps adding more partners, more partners, while the teams have shrunk. And at the same time, the complexity of our partner ecosystem keeps growing as well with different type of relationships, alliances, going into different verticals, markets, etc. So what you see there is actually everything coming together. Why, why, there's no other option than to look at technology that's going to make our life a lot easier there. And, and again, the comparison to the internet is exactly the same, right? Smaller businesses generate more revenue because of the internet. You need less people because the hyper-efficiency that the the internet gives an individual allows you to scale really quickly. That's broadly speaking why the internet was a huge step change forward for businesses. AI is that same step change, meaning, hang on, I'm X productive, but with AI deployed correctly and effectively in the right use cases, I can be 10X productive. Hmm. Well, okay, that means I can do 10 times more with the same resource, or even if I've only got 80% of my resource, I can still achieve huge growth. And today we want to cover some of the specific areas that you should be using AI within your channel, incorporating it into your practices, so you can drive those big efficiencies at an individual contributor level. Yeah, I think maybe before we dive into the solutions of AI, what areas of the channel do you see where there's the biggest lack of resources or where we're struggling the most to 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 do to get towards the skill that we would actually need to accelerate there sure so i think we've we've just done a podcast around the long tail and to me that's the area of the market that's least uh well executed so in the top 10 percent of partners top 20 percent of partners you have channel account managers who are managing personal relationships i don't think even including ai those personal relationships will die because what it will allow you to do is spend more time focused on personal relationships. And people buy from people, that's excellent. That's That works. Where I see massive areas for improvement is where we don't rely on personal relationships. And there, AI has a predictive measure and a generative measure to improve the efficiencies of how we go to market. And so I would be packing all of my focus and time into understanding we have a working mechanism for our top performing partners and we don't have a very working and scalable mechanism for everyone else. And if I can make radical improvements in that area, I can flatten the 80-20 and absolutely destroy my competition. Yeah, 100%. I think indeed if you get to that level and you really find that way to help your long tail grow, it, it, like, it de-risks your full channel because you get more breath in your channel. 
you will find the rising stars of the future much quicker as such. And also you really make sure that your channel as a whole is growing, right? I think that's where it becomes very interesting. Yeah, one of the other things that sort of economists are predicting, and, and the same happened with the internet, and we're predicting it's going to happen with AI as well, is it flattens the structure of business. So pre-internet, there were a few businesses that did everything. Now post-internet, more and more smaller businesses are capable of growing. Why that's important is it flattens customer demographics, meaning there's more customers to fulfill to, and those can be fulfilled by smaller partners. The same will happen with AI, where a one-person business, two-person business, 10-person business is able to build a really good book of revenue. Well, they need IT support as well, right? So suddenly, I can have small partners selling to lots of small end users, whereas previously, we've been talking about a big partner satisfying everyone because they've got the economies of scale. So I think we are going to see a seismic shift in terms of the the uh, the democratic view on how uh, the partner landscape works and i want to be making sure that i've deployed ai to ensure that i can correctly satisfy that area of the market and do it much better than the guy down the road yeah i think um, i'm very excited to actually start diving into how does ai then play a role there another before we do that another use case that comes to mind for me is content creation within the channel i think that's one of the things we hear all the time when we're speaking to channel marketers or partner program managers. They say, I don't have enough time to create campaigns, to create trainings, to create all different types of content. And so often it's like one of the limiting factors to actually scale a program or to make the next steps or to start certain initiatives. I think that's also something where AI could play a very interesting role to accelerate that piece. Because if we can make sure that we make that scalable, then you can actually serve that long tail, for example, a lot better as well because you can do it in a digital way. Yeah, 100%. So I think maybe to, to focus the conversation, let's break AI down into its two categories. There's generative AI, which is the creative aspect of AI, which is exactly what you're talking about. And then there's predictive AI, which is much more a data engine version of how AI can work. For generative AI, things like sales messaging and marketing message and business planning that is excellent. That's what it's designed to do and brilliant at it, right? We use it internally here, helps our BDRs write good emails, helps our marketing message be more tailored to the end users that we want to talk to. You can have that level of focus. And the great thing is, if you've decided that this is a the marketing message that you want to take out, but you want to, I don't know, write it in 10 different languages in 50 different ways in each of those 10 different languages and cascade that through your long tail... AI can do that incredibly fast and incredibly accurately, in fact, better than most normal people can, which means suddenly, oh, I can take tailored messaging out to loads of end, and it's all unique. Well, now we're really playing a different game. And you, just in that one example, you see, if the guy down the road is sending one message or even worse, uploading it to a partner portal and hoping that people download and translate it from themselves versus me who's creating directed messaging targeted for ICP in multiple languages in different variations so that they can choose which they like best. Now we're playing a game that works at a wildly different scale. You know you're going to win the market that way. And that's why AI is so important that we're embedding it in every part of your sales process and marketing process. Yeah, I think it's a total game changer because you go from creating everything from scratch, which requires a lot of resources and simply resources you will never get from 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 uh, from the board to get to to do that at such scale 
So therefore, that's the way to to go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And um, and the really clever thing about AI is we we actually don't do the cr- thing. We just create the rules, right? We go, I want to create a marketing message in this format directed to this type of customer touching on these three points. Bang, message is created. Now rewrite that message 50 different ways, more funny one, more serious another, more corporate another, directed for finance or another. Bang, you've got that. And now translate those into these 10 languages. And suddenly you see that, hang on, I've spent an afternoon writing prompts and I've done really what may, might take 10 people six months to do. That speed and go-to-market is what will separate the winners from everyone else. And I can't stress this enough. If you aren't embedding it into your daily practice, you are missing, you are losing. Because the guy down the road is, and we will see a seismic change in who the key players are today and who the key players will be in three years' time. Yeah, 100%. I think we've been banging on and on about segmentation, how important that is within your partner base and then giving them a personalized experience based on that segmentation. But then also what we hear back from our customers or prospects a lot is, yeah, but if we have so much segmentation, how on earth am I going to make 50 different variables for every different partner? I only have this one piece of content. And that's where the generative AI is really coming in because... There you can indeed, with the different prompts, you can give it in their own language. You can adjust it to the healthcare vertical or the education vertical. Like that's where the true superpower of segmentation can be brought and your partners will be super happy with it. Yeah, I I, I think this is going to be a land shift in the way that we drive channel performance. And it just means an individual can do 10 times the amount of work for 10 times the value. Because rather than understanding, oh, I have to sit there and write copy... We're actually going to change the focus to be a far more strategic role, right? So I don't need to write copy. What I need to do is understand why segmentation is important. I need to understand what does this French healthcare market care most about, get the information, and then let an AI generative script write the thing defined around the ICP and segmentation that I need. But we've just moved the type of job down the road, and that's going to be so much more powerful. Yeah, maybe we can give some examples for different types of content. Like first things that come top of mind for me, you need playbooks for your partners. You need to create training within your learning management system. You need marketing campaigns. Any other things that are important? uh? So where it's going, it's not there yet, but this will really freak you out. So right now, scripts work very well, right? So ChatGPT or whatever is very good at writing text, We are now getting to a position where text can be embedded into presentations because it understands and we can find images that correlate. But soon we will be able to create images based off the text that you provide. And then it will even be able to be in your logo, your font, your, your typing, all of it so that it works for your brand imagery and brand guidelines. And then I think in about two, maybe three, it's really, really good. And suddenly you're like, whoa, hang on, I can put scripts in, create posts, and then have pictures or videos that then correlate with those posts. And I can cascade that, like you say, into training, into enablement, into onboarding, into sales messaging, into marketing messaging. And suddenly I've got this funnel that is able to split my thought into the right form of communication for the right type of user. That's really what we're talking about. Hopefully that gives you a sense of the internet was fast, but this is going to be a like a two or three steps ahead of that. 
Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Like if I think, for example, about playbooks, there's this brilliant guy on LinkedIn, Cal Asai, and he always writes about building, for example, buying persona matrices with AI. And that's a lot of work to do usually because you need all the different buying personas in the different verticals, etc. But that's something so valuable. That's what you need to educate your partners on all the time. Like, who are we selling to? Why are we selling it to them? Why is it important to them, etc.? And that's just, yeah, I've seen some examples. It's just brilliant. Like you you write one, one prompt and obviously afterwards you're going to edit it and you're going to fine tune it. But you just, what would take you a full day or maybe two is now like an hour. And and I think what a lot of people hear when you say that is, oh, cuts are coming. And my argument is if you're being smart about this, you're not cutting, you're just deepening the value. Because actually what most people do is they go, I know I should be creating ICP personas based on vertical, based on segment. I just don't have the time. So I'll do a generic one and hopefully the partner will just be able to do it. What I can now do with the same amount of resource, just leveraging AI, is I can now go, no, actually I can actually go into every single vertical segment and geography and give you the exact type of ICP we need, the information, the case study, the marketing collateral, the sales messaging, based on every single persona I haven't cut anyone. I've just deepened the amount of value that I'm going to provide for the partner. And again, this is where your competitive edge will land. That's why, to me, I'm so passionate about embedding it in our practices daily at Chanex, but also embedding it into the market. Because I think the 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 utilization for the partner, the value that the partner is going to bring, the reciprocity and the loyalty that you generate for now providing all this extra value, that's a game changer. Yeah, I fully agree there. If you look at it from a generative AI perspective, like in a lot of enterprise organizations, there's maybe a handful, five people who are in the program team, maybe 10 to maximum 20 channel marketers. There's not, they will definitely not look at it as in terms of cost cutting or whatsoever, because you need those people to build the relationships internally, externally, etc. But there's a lot of opportunity cost there because that's what's happening. Like all of those channel marketers that we're speaking to, those program managers, they are indeed saying, yeah, this is the only thing we can do. And that's where we need to stop. Like we can only provide everything in English because we simply don't have the time. And it will indeed bring so much more value within those roles that they can really elevate. And I really like what you say, become a much more strategic role because a lot of the groundwork is being done for you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And this is like the the question I like the question we like to pose internally is what would you do with five times the resource? Now how can AI be five times your resource? Like that's what you really want to be asking yourselves, rather than looking at the negative view, excellent, I can cut half my team. No, 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 no. If I could five X your resource, what would you try and achieve? Well, I'd have every language, every segment. I'd put much more detailed marketing plans. I'd have email shots, LinkedIn, all of it, right? I'd go to the ends of the earth to make the most compelling and complete marketing strategy I could. Awesome. Now, how do you get AI to mean that your current resource can actually achieve that? We're now talking about a wildly different game, and I'm so excited for the value that we can bring the partner network. I really do think this is going to change and save the channel ecosystem. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree there. I think if you look at it from that perspective, the possibilities that are out there, it's super interesting. So I would like to invite everyone who's in channel marketing, channel sales, ch- channel program management, start looking into generative AI because it will highly elevate your efforts and make sure that you become much more scalable there. Yeah, I, I actually, I love what you're saying there because what you're actually saying is we are limited by 
how big we think because I really think that is the game now. We now aren't limited by resource. We're not limited by time. We're limited about how much we believe we can achieve because suddenly you can go, well, how complete a marketing plan could I build? Really, if I had unlimited resource, how deep would that go? And then you go, awesome. Now working back from the absolute heaven of a marketing plan, where could I actually achieve? And the answer with the AI is pretty damn close, right? We're not, and especially in the next few years, as it, as it gets sharper and better and, and we can embed videos and all of it, suddenly it's like, okay, we're going to go really, really far. Yeah. And then I, I think if you get the most out of that generative AI, so you make your program super scalable, therefore you can actually get a lot more long-tail partners on board, make them much more successful as well. And then maybe to finally touch upon predictive AI, that's where it becomes super interesting because the one thing we want to emphasize, channel will always be about the personal relationships. But what you want is that AI is going to help you identify those partners where you should spend your human resources eventually. Yeah, people buy from people, but what people, especially in the UK, I'm sure they won't mind me saying, are best at is taking their partners out for beers, right? catching up at the end of a tough quarter and hey guys well done we really appreciate imagine if your cams could just be doing that i'm not saying just drink beers but they could be just focusing on the people bit and what if we could predict when a partner was going to churn and provide the cam the messaging and the deck and the information that they need to prevent that partner churning and what happens if you could do that at scale across the globe because rather than the cam just managing the top 10 partners, now they can manage a thousand because they can be as accurate and precise with their time as they need to. And in fact, hey, here's what your week looks like. We've analyzed the data. Marketing performance is up in these three accounts. So we need to go and reward that behavior and check in that, that oh, but marketing performance is down and deal register is down over here. We're concerned about churn. Let's get in there. Oh, this has been misquoted or missold. So we need to do a training there. Suddenly, AI is being directive with where you drive your human resource, improving efficiency and improving accuracy. Yeah, it's really becoming an extra colleague or let's say extra colleagues, dozens of them who are like your personal assistant. They help you with content. It's like really from that perspective, it can help with so much. And indeed, especially with that predictive AI, it can literally predict where is this partner heading? Like, are they going up? Are they going down? And the more data you gather about your partner base as well, the more that will help you. And I think especially in channel, that's going to be such a big breakthrough because we've had a lot of podcast discussions already about that there's so much data in direct sales and so little in partner sales. And I think that's the big opportunity of AI that that will come together a lot more. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking at a tool um, that, man- uh, that records your meeting, right? And, and it takes notes for you. Pretty simple tool, really good AI tool, send follow-up actions. But what they're able to do is they're able to understand if there was a miscommunication. So I said something, uh, customer replied, but didn't reply exactly the way that I'd said it, but I didn't notice, I just moved on. And so it flags and says, hey, just watch out. Here we think there was a misunderstanding. Here's the clip for you to watch so that you can confirm there's a misunderstanding. And our suggestion is you now call the customer back and clarify. Imagine doing that at scale. Like you will sharpen the efficiency of communication and that communication between person to person is where a lot of mistakes happen within the channel because we're infallible. We make mistakes constantly. People are busy, they're stressed. Kids didn't get any sleep and now I'm not thinking 100%, whatever. 
and suddenly I've miscommunicated something about pricing or so, and I jeopardize a project. I jeopardize a relationship. Well, if I get a message immediately after the meeting, hey, you said 15%, but he said 50. Now I can call them back and just say, hey, just want to clarify. I've gone back through the meeting. I just want to confirm I said 15%. Oh, we've caught it before there was even a problem. That's what predictive AI can do to improve person-to-person relationships. Yeah, super interesting. We haven't even touched upon that, but indeed with tools like Gong, et cetera, where actually your conversations are analyzed and it gives you the right next steps, there, yeah, there's endless possibilities. And again, we're just talking about efficient. And the thing that I like is, for me, I'm a network person. I'm a people person. My perfect job is speaking to people all day long. And with AI, I can automate my annoying processes between meetings that I don't want to do. And I, I hate sending up follow-up, right? We all do. It's just admin. Hang on, click, 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 done. Right. And so then that means I can have more meetings, more conversations, do the things that I feel I was born to do. I feel that I love most and am most effective and most dangerous in my job. Great. Because AI can sort out the really boring mechanisms behind it. Yeah. AI and channel sounds like the ultimate couple. uh, And I think it is. Thanks for for sharing today again, Alex. Uh, And for our listeners, if you want to learn more about how you can implement AI for your channel or you want to spar about it, Please send me or Alex a DM. We're both complete AI nerds, so uh, we love to chat about it. Hope you enjoyed it. You can leave a review or you can also look at uh, more information via the URL in the definition of this uh, podcast and see you next week.